Hey guys, what's up? This is Chris Chavez, co-host of History Creeps, Hardly Kayfabe, and Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. Normally, you'd hear a bumper for the network right about now. Instead, I wanted to take a moment to ask a favor. If you've ever listened to many of our shows on the network, you've heard us talk about a place that has quickly established itself as a staple of downtown Buffalo over the past couple of years. Mizuta Chow's is a Japanese-themed bar-slash-restaurant-slash-retro-80s arcade that features amazing Japanese-inspired street food, top-shelf drinks, and a glittery pink staircase that has become one of Buffalo's most popular Instagram selfie destinations. Like many other establishments around the country, Mizuta Chow's was forced to shut their doors and lay off their staff when the COVID pandemic hit. At first, they didn't let that stop them from helping the community. For weeks, Johnny Chow and his partner Christy, along with a number of other Chow's employees, worked to feed essential workers on the front lines treating those affected by the virus. They organized pop-up drive through grocery supply stores for anyone who needed essential items. The crew at Mizuta Chow's has worked tirelessly to support the community during this rough time. Now, we here at the network want to help show our appreciation for an establishment that has proven what it means to be a neighbor in the 716. Recently, a GoFundMe was set up to try to raise money to help Mizuta Chow's pay employees, bills, and ensure that when it's safe to, they can open their doors to the good people of Buffalo and Western New York. I know things are rough everywhere, but if you are able to, please consider donating to the Mizuta Chow's Relief Fund on GoFundMe. Every bit helps. You can also find a link at bicbp-radio.com. Thanks for listening and supporting the network. Now on with your show. Vibing. Welcome back to Fat Girl Jokes Podcast, a podcast that is sometimes funny but always awkward, just like me. I'm Amber, and I'm your host, your fat, McFatty, fat, fat host. Um, Today, I am really pumped. Um, I've been doing really, really well with a lot of things. Um, To start off, I have not killed a plant in my house in like three weeks. Now, I am known for killing the easiest plants. I'm pretty sure I killed probably maybe like nine cacti in my life. Um, I'm just really not good at keeping track of watering and things like that. But I've gotten to a point where I have kind of one hanging plant that I actually did like on the verge of kill and then kind of started bringing it back to life. So I'm working on that. And then I got a new plant. Uh, his name is Finn. He is a money tree. Uh, he's like a li- he's like five trees almost twisted together to look like one. It's really, really cool. Um, he's tiny. He's doing a great job, though. He's really thriving. We put some neem oil on him uh, to try to get rid of the... Uh, there was these little tiny aphid bugs, which I wanted to get rid of. And I just realized that I was supposed to do that once a day. I... Uh, the last time I did it, I think, was a week ago. Damn. Well, he's not. He, he's still alive. That's the thing. Um, I just probably didn't get rid of all the bugs. So now I'm going to have to go and start doing that once a day again. Um, so I have that. Um, I am. I have been able to keep alive these three cactus. Cacti. Three cacti uh, for hmm, t- almost two years. 
And then I also have this other plant that I got as a gift that I honestly have no idea what it is. When I first got it, it had little tiny red blooms on it. And ever since then, I've never gotten them again. But the plant has grown. So that's exciting. So you basically can just call me plant daddy. Now, I also... Um, have been working on obviously like my therapy stuff as well. And I swear we're going to have, I think next, next episode, episode nine is going to be my therapy episode because I think therapy is really, really important, important. It's really important for people to know about. No, it's really important for people to uh, destigmatize that. So we're going to be talking about that next week. Um, today I, I kind of want to keep it just flowy. I know that I want to have a coffee break in here. I don't know when it's going to happen. It's going to surprise you. Um, sorry, I don't have my windbreaker on. <laughs> so it's just going to be like, yeah. Wow. I can't believe I just beatboxed. Um, I apologize to everyone that had to just listen to that, but I am kind of on an adrenaline high. Uh, I, freaking have been roller skating pretty much every freaking day since I got my roller skates like two weeks ago. I think uh, I think I just kind of skip like Mondays and Tuesdays or Mondays and Fridays depending on the day. Um, but today I did it three freaking times. Three times I went roller skating today. All for maybe like 30 minutes each but uh, still definitely getting a lot of practice in getting a lot better. Um, I kind of chronicle everything on my own uh, personal Instagram, uh, but I'll probably post a little bit more on to the Fat Girl Jokes podcast Instagram just to uh, cover my whole audience. Um, I try to be as real as possible on this and on my Instagram because I don't believe in being fake. I don't believe in, you know, hiding things because they're not right to talk about or that kind of thing. I don't know. I just don't believe in like taboo subjects and things like that. So we're going to talk about everything. That's why episode six was all about periods. <laughs> like I don't care because I had kind of like an epiphany at some point uh, in college when I realized that being an adult is really fucking hard. And the only thing people really say is, oh, you know, stay as long as you can. Don't grow up. Like, it's going to be so hard when you get older. But they don't, they don't go into detail. And they don't really let you know how bad it can get and how hard it is. Because they, they just think, oh, you're a kid. You're not going to understand. So I'm hoping that the more we talk about things the more people we help. And I think that is my purpose in life. I think my purpose in life is to help people, whether that is inspiring them or buying them a cup of coffee on their bad day or staging their house. <laughs> I mean, I'm just here to help people and, and that's what I want to do. So one of the ways I like to help people is by my job. I take... Um, insurance claims on the phone. I work in a call center and you get some characters, definitely get some characters, but I try to help as many people as I can. Um, 
episode one of this podcast was about how I was too nice. And uh, I really, really am really nice when I'm on the phone with customers because one, that's how I do my job. That's how you got to do it. You got to be nice. You know, it's customer service. Um, And then there's other times where people are really angry at you. And the only way for them to not literally bitch you out for something you cannot control is to be as nice as freaking sugar because then they feel like assholes when they're asshole to you then they're just like well you guys fucking did this and this and why do I even do this you guys don't do anything for me and I'm like you know I am so sorry you are totally right you know I I would be just as upset you know I and you know that's that's the kind of thing I do um and the empath in me is really coming out lately um I've been feeling people's energies like through these calls and some people just it's just I feel so overwhelmingly sad for them when it's like they get into a car accident, they don't have any coverage and they have no idea who hit the car and, you know, there's COVID and they're old. And I just, I feel so bad. But the people I don't feel bad for and the people that I really can't connect with, but I am still nice as pie to, are the racists. Because you get a lot of them. And I am, I am blessed to not have many of them. I have had a few friends actually tell me, um, one of my uh, black female friends told me that uh, she got a call from someone, basically when she answered the phone, he could tell that she was black and, and asked her for a white person to take the call, which pissed me off for, oh, really pissed me off. So I love her. She was basically like, well, I'm the one who answered the call, so you can either talk to me or you can wait on hold again because we had like 20 minute hold times. So I think uh, I think I want to say he ended up hanging up, but I'm honestly not sure. I'm sure she probably did her best to help him, um, but obviously I'm a I'm a white woman, so I don't get that. However, I um, was born Jewish, so things don't really offend me much until they do. I had a very nice gentleman um, that I got to speak with on the phone, and he was, he wasn't even that old, that's the thing, he was like my father's age, Uh, he's actually younger than my father, now that I remember, he was younger than my dad, and I swear to God, he was so xenophobic and he, he kept trying to say that he wasn't. He would, he, we were doing great. We were having a great time. We were talking. We were really connecting. And I felt really good about my call. I thought like we were doing a really good job. And then he tells me, listen, I know that the, the Hasids had driven their car into me. And I'm like, huh? The what? He was like, the Hasidic Jews in my neighborhood, they're the ones that hit me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, do I tell him I'm Jewish? And I don't say anything. I'm like, I'm going to see where this goes. And he, 
said something completely inaudible. I had no idea what he was saying. I was trying to ignore him. Honestly, I was kind of IMing people about like, oh my God, this anti-Semitic assholes on the phone with me. Um, and he mumbled something and he goes, oh, I, I am so sorry. You know, that was really anti-Semitic of me, but you know, you don't live with them. <laughs> And I put myself on mute because I had to like laugh out loud. I'm sitting here like, boy, do I live with them. <laughs> it's like, I'm not a Hasidic Jew. No, um, I am not Orthodox by any means. If anything, I don't even know if you can really count me as Jewish anymore. Um, much more pagan. Uh, but I do respect my culture and I respect my heritage and the people that died uh in the Holocaust and my ancestors before them. Um, it was kind of hilarious, but it was also shocking where I didn't really think that was a thing anymore. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like I hear a lot of uh, white people racist against Mexicans, white people racist against uh, illegal immigrants, whatever that means, and a lot of white people racist against black people, um, and eat a lot of sexist guys. Ooh, do I hear a lot of sexist guys. Um, and even some asshole ladies that are sexist against other women, which ladies we need to fix, besides the point. I have not had someone against the Jews. I haven't had anyone like xenophobic, anti-Semitic, whatever you want to call it. I haven't had anyone like that. I haven't spoken to anyone like that. And I'm sitting here like, am I, am I talking to a Nazi? Like, are you going to raise your hand to me? I don't know what's going on. And it was weird because he was such a nice guy, little old fashioned, but he was such a nice guy prior to that. And then as soon as he called them Hasids, that's when it just went downhill. I was pissed but also very curious as to how does this kind of person even exist anymore um so i'm iming my whole team while this is going on um and my team is like freaking out over another situation that was going on um so i was kind of just rolling with it i was doing my best to ignore what he was saying um but there was one point where he said the other person's name, the uh, the Jewish person, and it was a very, very like Orthodox Jewish name. Um, it was um, something with a ch in it, and uh, it like the pronunciate the pronunciation of that name has a ch. Uh, there, there's a lot of ch that sound. Sorry. Ew, I just realized I keep making that sound. It's gross. Um, but like Hanukkah, that's how you say Hanukkah. Um, so this person's name had a ch in it. And he butchered it on purpose. And he was like, oh, this is a jibbity jabbity person. And I'm just like, oh, you mean Hanukkah? And <laughs> I just kept going. And I, I said it, per I, I pronounced it like perfectly just on, like, on purpose. Um, he didn't seem to notice, but I'm kind of hoping he, he, he did, um, cause it's just not right. And that's not, that's not something that I tolerate in person, but I'm honestly terrified, terrified of confrontation. So even if I was pissed, I probably wouldn't say anything. Let's be honest. 
Um, I don't know who else is terrified of confrontation, but uh, come hang on the uh, the confrontation bus with me. Choo-choo. That was a train noise, not a bus noise. Um, no, I'm, I'm terrified of confrontation. Um, I will not bring my food to like back if something's wrong with it. I'll just eat it that way. Um, I've had many times where people are so nice and they're like, here, I made you this bowl of chili or I got you this drink and I'm sitting there like, shit, I don't want this. I do not want this with a smile on my face. I'm like, mm, this is so good. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're so sweet. And in the meantime, I'm like shoveling it down my throat. I'm like, oh my God, I am so full. And it's, yeah, like Anthony got me, um, one of those like mocha monsters, like the coffee monsters. And I was like, Oh, thanks. And he's like, don't you like them? And I'm like, not really, but I'm going to drink it anyways. <laughs> I drank like half of it. And then he found it the next day. He's like, Hey, you still have coffee left. I'm like, no, please don't make me drink that. <laughs> I don't like canned coffee. Um, the coffee that I do like is, uh, Ooh, Starbucks iced caramel macchiato, no vanilla, all caramel, extra caramel drizzle. That way it is literally milk, espresso, and caramel and some ice, but I always do light ice. So there we go. That is my drink of choice at Starbucks and today I got to go to Starbucks. It was very exciting. Very exciting. I put in an order on my mobile app and I went and drove and I sat in the drive-thru for 20 minutes and I picked up my mobile order. And when I was picking up the drink, I was like, hey, is it just drive-thru? And she said, nope, you can even walk in and order, which was great because there was 20 cars in the driveway and nobody in the store. I literally could have walked in and walked out COVID free with my coffee and been home. But instead, I decided to have a little jam session in my car, which was not bad. You know, it wasn't bad. I had a pretty good day. Um, but I have missed Starbucks so much. And listen, I am not a coffee snob. I don't care if, you know, it's, you know, special Arabica coffee from blah, 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 blah. I just love the taste of coffee. I don't know shit, okay? I don't know where it's better to get coffee from. Ethiopia, Ecuador, like, I, I don't know. I really don't. But I know what tastes good and what sits right in my belly. And that is a Starbucks iced caramel macchiato. And now that I've been talking for about 20 minutes, I definitely want to kind of cut it off here uh, with a final, uh, I guess, story. Um, I try to keep these guys short, uh, so I'm going to wrap it up. Um, but this was too funny not to freaking share. So one of my fat girl vices is ice cream. And I know everyone is like, oh, I can eat a whole pint, but then you only eat half and then you put it away. I eat the whole pint. Okay. Okay. I eat the whole pint in one sitting and I regret everything afterwards, but it's okay. 
I don't know what kind of voice that was that went from like Wisconsin suburban mom to like, no, you can have a Coke. Don't sue me, Angela Johnson. (laughs) So I eat a whole pint of ice cream. Anthony can eat a whole pint of ice cream, even though he's vegan, vegan quotes, um, because we definitely destroyed a gallon of Neapolitan the other day. And Anthony said probably one of the funniest things I have ever heard him say, like to this day, we've been together for almost five years to this day. This is probably the funniest thing he's ever said to me. So we open it up and I'm like, oh my God, like this is so much ice cream. We really shouldn't do this. We got to make it last. We really got to make sure that we don't eat this all in one sitting. And he's like, this is a lot of ice cream. You know, he's like, we can make this last, you know, a couple of days if we behave. But tonight we're getting naughty. (laughs) I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, we're going to get naughty with a a gallon of ice cream. Like, and boy, did we get naughty. Yep. We pretty much ate all of the strawberry. (laughs) Anthony ate all of the chocolate. And we did end up making it last a good three days, but we definitely probably ate way more than we should have in the very beginning. Oh, damn. Now I really want ice cream. Well, this is Fat Girl Jokes signing off to go get some ice cream. Um, make sure you follow me on Fat Girl Jokes Podcast on Instagram. Go ahead and email me anything you want. Hate mail would be cool. Actually, no, don't do that. My, my therapist would actually be really upset. Um, send me cool things. I like memes. I like GIFs of funny things. Um, send me your weirdest GIF at uh, Fat Girl Jokes at Jeep. G- Fat Girl Jokes Podcast at gmail.com. Fat Girl Jokes Podcast at gmail.com. Maybe one day I will get it right. You can always listen to a bunch of other podcasts at BICBP radio.com and uh, make sure to follow them as well because without them, I would have no platform. Thank you again for everyone that has listened. Uh, stay fat. Vibing.